What's up, everybody? Welcome back to We've Got Next Pod. Um, so this week we actually have no guests because I couldn't find anyone who has like is in the right area of expertise for this episode. So you're stuck with me. Hope that's okay. Big thing we got to talk about before we start is please. So I know we have this like nice weekly routine of me telling everyone to go follow the Instagram at We've Got Next Pod, and everyone doesn't do it, and it's like funny, and then I ask again and people still don't do it but this week it's actually very important to go follow the instagram at we've got next pod because i have school starting next week so i'm uncertain about the future and because i'm not sure how much time i'm gonna have to put this all together weekly so please 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 go follow at we've got next pod on instagram so i can give you guys updates with what's happening about the episodes if I have to stop, if I have to take a break or something, hopefully we can keep going, but I'm just not sure what it's going to be like, so please, please, please go follow the Instagram at We've Got Next Pod. Okay, so now let's get to it. So this week we're going to talk about how social media influences our worldview. So the reason we're talking about this is because I think a lot of people, but especially kids, we spend so much time on social media and on the internet, on the internet in general, and that is like how we see the world especially in a time when most of us are stuck in our houses for so long so the internet is your window to the world and it's how you see what's happening and also at the same time how you see the world and what you think is happening in the world influences your opinions and what you're going to think for example if you are convinced by whatever videos you're seeing on the internet that the coronavirus isn't real it's not that bad people are over-exaggerating it or gassing it, you're going to be less likely to socially distance and that's going to less likely to wear a mask and that's going to put people at risk if you're not taking it seriously. Or, and this is a real example that actually happened, if you think that Hillary Clinton is running a pedophile ring from a pizza shop in D.C., maybe you're going to go show up to that pizza shop with an assault rifle. <laughs> and that's not good. Um, so, all the, so, what you think is happening influences your actions and your thoughts and social media influences what you think is happening so social media can then influence your actions and opinions about things so that's super important and there are different kinds of ways that you can be influenced there are like political opinions the same way that if you watch fox news you're gonna think certain things and you're gonna idolize a murderer um and, but also, conspiracy theories are very prominent online and on social media platforms. And, like, that's led to QAnon, which, go look it up, it's a conspiracy theory group. It's crazy. And now they're, like, a domestic terrorist organization. And it completely happened online. So all this stuff is, some of it's super dangerous and some of it's also dangerous. So, basically, what we're talking about is on social media, when, because, like, in the olden days when you're getting your newspaper delivered, you're seeing either like the crazy guy yelling on the corner and then you're getting like the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal delivered to you. But now because you're seeing everything online, more people get to give their opinions and it doesn't the credibility doesn't matter as much when you're looking online. For example, this month or last month I guess in August, this is Facebook which I know we don't use but like it's a good um it gives you a good idea of what's going on. Um, for, in terms of like Facebook interactions, CNN had 21 million interactions. The New York Times had 8 million interactions. So that's 29 million between CNN and New York Times. 
and Ben Shapiro, who's like a super conservative, weird, crazy, gross talk show guy, had 55 million interactions. So some random dude, Ben Shapiro, who's crazy and horrible, is getting way more views than CNN or the New York Times. In terms of video views, in August, CNN had 73 million, the New York Times had 12 million, and the Hodge twins, who are two twins who are super conservative and love to say crazy things, had 84 million views. So as many as CNN and the New York Times combined for their video views. In terms of Facebook shares, which is like, I'm pretty sure it's like sharing their profile, I think, or maybe sharing their posts, who knows. um, On Facebook, CNN had 2.2 million, New York Times had 800,000, and Dan Bongino had 5.6 million. Dan Bongino is like another conservative talk show host. So basically those stats are to give you an idea about like conservative websites thrive conservative people thrive on these facebook on like facebook youtube those types of sites social media and the internet they thrive and the credibility of the source doesn't matter new york times isn't being that popular as you clearly see cnn isn't getting as many views as these random talk show people and that matters so now i'm going to go through the four social media platforms i'm not sure if they're all technically social media but the four platforms that I think are most used by kids and to give you some idea about how to like consume responsibly on these platforms. So the four I'm going to talk about are YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. If you're really into Twitter or Facebook, I'm sorry. For You'll understand this later at the end of this episode, but I would say they're somewhere in between YouTube and Instagram in terms of how good they are in this stuff. So YouTube first. Basically, YouTube is great if you're just going to go on it you know a video you want to watch, and then or you you subscribe to people, and then you watch all their videos, or you like search a video and you watch that video. But where YouTube gets dangerous is when, because you know how at the end of a video on YouTube, it like plays another one a few seconds later and like wants you to keep going. You have tons of like recommended like since you like this, what do you like? Maybe you like this. There is so much stuff that you didn't ask to see on YouTube, but that it wants to show you. And so much of that stuff quickly gets to conspiracy theories and gets dangerous and gets like not true at all. And a lot of it's like political. Like there's a lot of conspiracy conspiracy theories on YouTube, especially about the coronavirus. And a lot of that can be really dangerous. So as we're going through the, these other ones, TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram, I want you to remember YouTube because I think it's really simple in the way that the thing the things that you want to see, great, enjoy. Watch all those cat videos with cucumbers where the cats get, like, freaked out after they see the cucumbers. Those are awesome. But then, like, the ones that are recommended, it's really easy for those to take you to a place. There's a... The New York Times is tech columnist. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he writes a lot about this. And, like, this effect about how, like, the recommended stuff on these platforms like YouTube can quickly take you to, like, a crazy place. So next, TikTok is, like, YouTube on steroids, I think. Because we're not going to talk about, like, the privacy concerns in terms of, like, China or whatever, or even just, like, the general privacy concerns with their formula. But TikTok, because, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I'm on TikTok, you don't really go on, like, your following page. You go on, like, your For You page. So none of that stuff, you you didn't ask to see any of it. It's all, like, what they're trying to push on you based on, like, what comments you looked at, what you liked, who you follow, 
but it's like not always the people you it's like usually not just the people you follow there's so much that you didn't ask to see and that you didn't know you were gonna see so like that can put you into a really bad place because you didn't ask to see it but it's pushing stuff on you and also especially with tiktok because there are those like different types of tiktok there's like conservative tiktok liberal tiktok sports tiktok like all those different things you can like you're put into like this echo chamber so you're gonna think like if you're on like conservative tiktok you're gonna think that everybody thinks like you and you're not gonna see opposing points of view because they're gonna give you what you want to see and that's all gonna be the similar same things and you're never gonna be exposed to different points of views which is bad and also what you're getting is just like random people like just random people who made a video and whatever about their video tons of people viewed it and then they got tons of views on it and maybe some people liked it maybe some commented and like the views keep growing but it's not like the videos aren't from Vox they're not from CNN they're not from New York Times they're not from NBC they're just random people and so I think TikTok they're like obviously obviously I'm not saying TikTok's like pure evil but like in terms of consuming news and consuming worldview and opinion I think it's like super dangerous so now let's go to in my opinion what the polar opposite is Snapchat. I saw on Snapchat, basically like, on the left you have like all the people you snap and like that's great. That's basically just texting with pictures, whatever. And then you have like the camera in the middle, if you know what I'm talking about, like the bar on the bottom. And the page on the right is what we're going to talk about most, which is like you have the stories up top and then you have all those like other stories and then you have like random stories, if you know, if you know what I mean. But those stories are from like influencers, which are like boring in my opinion but also i think the snapchat does a really good job pushing on you what like real news sources like the wall street journal has a story new york times has a story washington post has a story and then there are some like snapchat shows on there that are great like good luck america is by peter hamby who like used to work for cnn and then there's like stay tuned which is like an msnbc thing i think and all snapchat is like mostly not it's mostly just talking to your friends but, like, on that side of it, the side that has potential to be bad, it's giving you reputable news sources. And there's no echo chamber. It's not like you just keep going. There's no, like, infinity scroll like TikTok has where you just keep going. Or like, YouTube has where, like, it just keeps giving you new videos. Snapchat is, like, very responsible in that way. And I think that's very good. So you can, for the most part, trust what you see on Snapchat because it's not those stories that, like, that the stories from people you don't follow aren't random people they're reputable news sources and they're really famous people so then last one instagram instagram is an interesting one because i don't think it's as good as snapchat because it doesn't give you the reputable news sources it doesn't give you the new york times it doesn't give you the washington post it doesn't give you that stuff you have to find it but also instagram like you're choosing who you follow like you're following x amount of people like you're choosing who you follow and at least you're making that affirmative decision to go follow those people and it's not like tiktok or youtube where like you're being passive and like the website is giving you stuff to see instagram like you're choosing what you consume which is good and but that's like your main like your home page your, your your home scroll and like there is the explore page which i think has the potential to be like youtube or to be like tiktok where like you just keep getting crazier and crazier stuff and maybe since instagram reels was added it'll get like that but for the most part, I think, I could be wrong, I think that it's, like, pretty, like, 
nice stuff. Like it's nothing that could has any potential to be bad or scary or influence you in any bad way. So basically, the point of this was that we consume a lot of stuff through social media, whether consciously or subconsciously, and what we consume influences what we think of the world and what we think is happening, especially because in this country, like so many people are living in like alternative realities. If you watch the Republican National Convention, like they're talking about a different version of reality than what you can see on the street. Like they talked about the coronavirus in the past tense as if it was over. It's not at all. But if you're only watching that, if you're in the RNC, Fox News, conservative TikTok, and like YouTube conspiracy theories, if those are the things you're seeing, your worldview is going to be so different than someone who is watching CNN all the time, reading the New York Times, on Snapchat, looking at the Wall Street Journal and Washington Post, their stories, and Peter Hanby's thing, Good Luck America, like all those you can have drastically different views of what's going on in the world based on what you look at and who is giving you the stuff to look at. So try to be conscious when you're consuming information and like be aware who's giving you the information. Like, is it from the New York Times or is it from some random person on TikTok? Know who's giving you the information and be critical it's always, but especially when it's random people. All right. So I hope that's been interesting and it's a little bit different than what we would usually talk about, but I think it was important. And as I said before, no guests this week just because there wasn't really like a prominent person from this field just cuz I'm not really sure like what this is. But anyway, I hope that you'll be more um conscious consumers of media from now on. All right, so go follow the Instagram at we've got next pod on Instagram, of course, um, for updates about what's going to happen next week and in the following weeks as my school begins. So thank you and have a great week. Go subscribe, rate, follow wherever you get your podcasts.